Oh, yeah. You are now rocking with the best. And Jess, let's go. No. Yo, man. Yo, yo, you are now with the Black and Nerd Culture Podcast, a.k.a. Bank, where we uh, break down sci-fi, superhero, comic book content, man. And uh, today, we are breaking down. We're doing a full breakdown of a surprising movie, man. Something that wasn't on my radar in particular, but something that I was very pleasantly surprised by, and that would be the creator. Joined by some special guests today. Of course, I'm always joined by my brother, my brother in arms, KC, man. This nigga gonna help me fight the AI when it come down to it, because it's coming. And uh, I expect uh, my boy KC to be by my side, but... Uh, my, my other brother from another mother is with us today, man, our, our friend of the pod, my boy Jess. What up, Jess? Hey, came to make a withdrawal, not a deposit in the bank today, uh, uh, came to make a withdrawal. That's right. Uh, there's nothing to take out. Yeah, for real. Man, absolutely. Well, yeah, we will see. Mama. This nigga here to rob us. That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he not Give me all the money up? in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he came. He came in hot. It was like, "Yo, I'm here to fucking rob y'all." Mm. One of that down payment for that new ride, man. <laughs> yeah, right. man. Just fresh off the dealership right now, man. He still got the new car smell on him, dude. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Didn't come home with it. Came home with a hard no. This is not for you, but you know, man. Yo, why <laughs> y'all think we got? Why you think Jess is an honorary black person, bro? Because like only black people go to the dealership and don't come home with the ride. You you experience the black people problems live. <laughs> you ride high and they come back and go, yes, yeah, it's, it's not gonna happen. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate that. Here's a free water to take home. <laughs> <laughs> Help yourself get some tap water. Hey, no, yeah, yeah grab, grab a grab a pen as well. Here's my card and a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah it got it got the it got their phone number on the pen. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you get a better credit score. Give us a call. No, not that, not that stack of pens. See those the Bix over there behind. <laughs> yeah, grab that one. Yeah, give me that gel. You want that gel pen? Oh, I just gonna be here though. Man, we we all we man. always glad to have you, bro. Man, we love you on the pod. Very special guest of the pod, man. Uh, we had to get you on, man, because you expressed your interest in this movie. You expressed your love of this movie. Um, obviously, like I say, let me reiterate: we are we're doing a full breakdown. We did a live reaction breakdown of the creator. Me and KC did, but today we are doing a full breakdown of John David Washington's latest film, The Creator. Uh, I celebrated my creator today. That would be my father. Came straight out of his <laughs> balls. And uh, <laughs> he did a good job, I, 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 I will say. Uh, give myself a pat on the Give that man his flowers. That's yeah. not what he told me. He said, quote, I'll take it. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> but just for what it's worth, you know. He said, is this his package? He signed off on it. That's what he had to do. I ain't got no he choice. He said, are right? you sure that that's mine? I don't know. <laughs> What do, what do you think Denzel? How do you think Denzel feels about his son, man? I, I think this is John David Washington's best film so far. But what do you what do you think Papa Denzel thinks about his uh his his movie career so far? Well, I mean, I don't know, because he's riding high right now, too, right? Equalizer three, another hit. 
so I guess I guess maybe he's if I'm putting myself in his shoes, maybe he's just sharing the spotlight, right? Like I would just yeah. be happy if it were me. I have no clue, but who knows? Yeah. The Washingtons are actually having a pretty good year, man. They uh, uh, his daughter actually, well, his daughter actually came out with the show or was on feature on the show. Uh, I'm a Virgo. She's like one of the co-stars in the show. And I've never really seen her acting chops. And she did a pretty good job. If you haven't checked out that show, that's something to look at. It's a quick binge, but it's been out for like three or four months, man. I I just kind of checked it out a few days ago. Yeah. And uh was surprised that he even had his daughter out I was out there making some moves. And so I think between those three, they're really trying to low-key take over Hollywood in a in a sense. So I didn't even know he had a daughter, bro. I'm be for real. I had I think no idea. Denzel got like four kids, man. Damn. Three, but do, do you feel do you feel like they're more they're kind of more artsy, right? Like I feel they're a little more artsy, and he's just more like the main event, mainstream kind of guy. I I don't know if you look at some of the things that uh, those are hard shoes to follow. You know, those Man, are hard yeah. Shoes. yeah, yeah. I don't think they do right. I think you just pick another pair and you go somewhere else. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, hey, didn't, didn't John David Washington try to? Uh, I, I, he was in football, right? Didn't he play football? He was, yeah, he was a pro yeah, yeah. Uh, for St. Louis, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. My first introduction to him was uh, Ballers, and he was in there. Man, and uh, I thought he did great in that. Like the, the character that he played there, it was hard for me to turn or see him in another kind of character because he did so well in that in that show. Like I, I Damn. think that met. Met along with his personality than what I've seen in, in uh, a lot of stuff. But yeah, I agree. This is one of the best performances he's he's given as far as a serious role. Yeah, man. I, I thought he knocked it out the park, bro. I thought it I thought it was amazing. Uh dude, what's up, fellas? Man, I you know, y'all want to just jump into this thing, man. Uh we gave a spoiler warning. For our instant reaction, man. Let's let's go ahead and just give a spoiler warning now. Look, if you're checking out the pod, if you're checking us out, obviously we love and appreciate you guys for being here. But from this point on, if you ain't seen this movie, go see the movie. Pause this shit right now and then come back and check out what we got to say about this thing. Cause we about to get all spoilerish and shit. So yeah, fellas. Take, take, take somebody with you, man. Get a yeah extra ticket just so, so people are feeding into this man i want more yeah. content like this hold man. somebody hand man while you watch this thing let it get all <laughs> sweaty and like you know and uh cut a cut a hole in the in the bottom of the popcorn it's, you know yeah get, not get somebody you know either just pick yeah. a random person hold their hand and then ask them hey look i know i don't know you don't know me but could you cut this hole in this bottom of this popcorn let's go <laughs> reach <laughs> out and touch somebody's dick <laughs> let's go man let's go now man but yeah spoiler gospel spoiler spoiler warning is over man so i want to ask my fellas i want to ask my fellas let's kc let's start with our guest man jess jess how'd you feel about this movie man how'd you feel about this thing I loved it. So I love like uh, sci-fi epics, anything like that. Like if you've got me in the space, if you've got some kind of mashup of like old meets new when it comes to technology and how it integrates with people and things and machines, uh, I- I'm on board. Right. I, I heard something about uh, the influences from this movie came from Blade Runner, um, set design from the original Star Wars, Akira, 
and from uh, yeah. Sony products like Walkmans from the 80s and 90s. So these, mm-hmm. these are the things that influence how this movie visually looked. And then you put a really great script on top of that. And it's amazing, right? Like it's one of those movies where you go in, you sit down two hours, you're very entertained. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, man. Yeah. Casey, let's get your thoughts, man. Uh, uh, a couple days removed from, from actually seeing it, man. How you feeling about it right now? Man, my feelings haven't really changed uh, at all. I was really kind of taken back, blown away. I was interested in it when I first heard about it, um, but I didn't think it was going to leave as a, as big as an impact as it has on me. Um, I think for me, it's just the the way everything looks, the action that's involved, involved and just the pacing of the story, um, how every chapter, because they, cause they break this movie down in chapters, will kind of have a sense of a ramp up and then a climax and then kind of a a, a drip love, down to kind I of love a good climax. Can't, can't <laughs> that's tell what you she how said. Much I love a good climax. Yeah. But uh yeah, well man, with the whole in that popcorn bucket, man. Yeah. It's, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Goes hand in hand, baby. <laughs> hand in hand. Hand in popcorn so bucket. With all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that creamy pop. Anyway. Um but yeah, man, uh, and I, have, I like how every chapter kind of gave you some some breathing room because every after every chapter you're gonna lose somebody, something something new happens uh, that develops in the plot. So yeah, man, I'm fully on board with it. Yeah, what about you, Tricky? Ah, oh, man, same, bro. I'm in the same boat, man. Uh, I feel just as good about this movie as I did from originally watching it. I thought they knocked it out the park. You know, just Hollywood has kind of left a void, man uh left something to be desired right now with the epic blockbusters you know we talked about it on the instant reaction uh there's no stakes involved you know the big marvel movies the new the big dc movies these characters ain't going nowhere they're not dying off so the stakes are literally non-existent with this movie it's like they did such an amazing job of world building getting us emotionally invested in these characters just in a short period of time without 20 fucking movies to to go off of and just an amazing arc just an amazing journey uh throughout the movie and you left satisfied you know you climaxed you know you have to yeah (laughs) i I think too it's you got it no no it's just with all all that i was kind of saying what what do you think hollywood needs more of from from this movie do you think it's the, the characters the story what do y'all think it's a story thing man uh what 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 you think just get on in here bro well it's funny because so right now right as we're recording this the whole strikes is, is going on with hollywood right ai is right in the center of it and yeah. newsflash this movie is about ai like Great not point. on the same kind of comparison right like this is like a super advanced AI sci-fi in the movie, and we're talking about Chat GPT or whatever versus I, I don't know Mel Gibson or whatever the hell, however that works. <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is it's kind of like what's so funny to me is like Hollywood's really scared about this threat of the AI. Like, can you take my face and put it on there? And I, I would be too, right? If I were in those shoes, because that's that's your money, right? No one should I, have your face, right? I don't think so either. Uh, unless you know they got a knife, right, or something. 
<laughs> but like, but, but when I think about it, this was a saving grace, very refreshing movie about AI in the middle of all this crap going on. And it got me into the theater. It got me wanting more. I was very hungry, right? Like it, it also satisfied. I was like, I sat down two hours, story, start to do finish. you wasn't do like, you think but because I think you make an amazing point, Jess. And to your point, do you think that AI created this movie? Do you think that <laughs> AI was worried about the fact that man, you know what? There's so much negativity and so much talk about me that I need to get in here. I have the capability, obviously, right now to create art and to create scripts, to create words. Let me put out a movie that motherfuckers don't even know is coming. Let me get let me let me get some sympathy going and, and put out a fucking banger that way people sympathize with me and it's like oh you know what AI, AI <laughs> is not that bad do you think that's what happened i'm i'm going off of your words you put this in my mind yeah and without I, a doubt without yeah. a doubt the proof <laughs> is overwhelmingly in the pudding as they say uh i i will say that uh my roomba cannot go around dog poop but ai did inject itself into cinemark and hollywood and yeah, without that, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yo. I think that's a genius point. I think uh, I, I, I absolutely think that that you're right. I think we, I think we cracked the code. Uh, I think that's exactly what happened, uh, honestly, because yeah. I left. I walked out of the theater feeling like, man, yeah. Obviously, what is life? You know what. When you really, when you really sum it down, when you really think about it, what does it mean to be living, a living conscious being? What is that quantified as? You know what I'm saying? And this movie knocked it out the park, explaining that, right? You know, like John David Washington's arc, Joshua's arc. You know, let's call him Joshua. This ain't Tenant, where the motherfucker didn't have a name. He actually had a name in this movie. <laughs> Joshua's arc throughout this movie was you know kind of i robotish will smith you know like oh man fuck these motherfuckers robots and and, shit, and they're lifeless like who cares about them to at the movie at, at by the end of the movie realizing like nah man we got to fight for these people because they're 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 conscious beings you know and, and that's the impression that they left on me i was like man yeah hey man let them live <laughs> let them be free let them be free yeah uh, I think, do you think you would have had a different Im Im impression if it wasn't, if the uh, robot he was saving wasn't uh, created or simulated from his, uh, what his child would be? No, well, that was, that was definitely a, a, a great twist that they put on it, right? You know, with the, with the AI being his, uh, essentially his daughter, right? Yeah. Created from the embryo of his, of his, of his kid. Um it, I don't think it would have been as impactful for the audience, but I think he still probably would have reached the same conclusion if this were a real life story, you know, just kind of going through everything. And it's nothing like actually immersing yourself and walking in, in people's shoes, man, like right, getting right. That, that real empathy, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think from a storytelling standpoint, though, man, no better way to portray that than making it like essentially like his his kid. But you know, too, what's interesting about him is th this is just something you kind of pick up 
and I, I didn't even think about it watching the movie, but until you said that, now I'm thinking about it. He was missing like his arm. He was missing like his leg. Yeah. So he had lost these pieces of his humanity, like literally pieces of himself and was being replaced by machine. He had like a robotic arm, robotic legs or legs, one of them or something. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, like oh, here's this human, okay. right? He's here's this human. You take pieces away from him, you add machine. And then you start to blur the line even more with the actual machines that are conscious and they're sentient and they're but, aware and they're helping people. Fellas, fellas, I think that's all just symbolism for what the fuck is actually going on now. I, I challenge mm. both of y'all. I challenge both of yeah. y'all. Go the rest of the week without your phone. Go the, rest of, go the rest of the week without your phone. Just leave your phone at home. Leave your phone at home and try to go through life. I mean... In this movie, obviously, it symbolized him with his arm and his leg, you know, uh, being robotic and, and being a part of, of the AI machine system and everything. But, dude, we're, we're already that, you know, we can't function without technology. We can't function without some type of AI in our lives already. I mean, bro, there's professionals right now. When did when did ChatGPT get implemented? Was it like less than a year, right? There are professionals that entirely make a living right now solely off of chat GPT. And in the next five to 10 years, it's going to replace entire industries. So, I mean, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit, Kev, on, on the initial breakdown, man. This movie hits so much harder because this isn't entirely 100% science fiction. This is coming down the pipeline so much sooner than than we would expect you know like of course these stories aren't new telling the tale of ai and and how it's going to be implemented to life and how it's going to be catastrophic and everything yet terminator matrix uh you know name them or whatever but it's 2023 bro we seeing it i think uh uh gareth uh edwards that's that's the director's name right yeah uh he, he even talked. I, I was listening to an interview with a man. He was saying that something had happened with ChatGPT, and he literally rushed to the set as they're filming the movie and set everybody down on the cast and was showing them the shit and was just in awe. Just could not believe what was happening in real time as he's making a movie about this shit happening. I mean, imagine that. I mean, that's that's nuts. It's crazy yeah, time to be alive. It, it, it is. I think it's almost kind of like with, with hearing it, hearing y'all say it, this movie almost is more of a, hey, let's just accept it. Instead of, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Hey, you I know? created this shit, bro. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, and also, um, so for the timeline, if y'all remember in the movie, it, it says 2065, I think is when it starts, yeah. and it says five years later. So you're basically talking about 50-ish years from right now, 2023. Yeah. So it's not really that far-fetched, right? Especially if if AI rises, right? The idea is, hey, they help us advance, right? Uh, Technology, uh, everything that we use, right, in our day-to-day life. So then all these things are possible, right? The vehicles and all these things that are so fantastic in the movie, they're really just kind of part of everyday life, like your phone or your computer or whatever. So it's very believable in that yeah i i bro i still don't think that i don't think they even got it right man you know kc i think we were talking about it man i don't think we talked about it on the pod we were just talking this this movie has sparked so much thought 
like we've talked outside of the pod, man, for probably like an hour or two just on this stuff, man. Uh, back in the day, it was a little bit easier, I think, to make a movie about what the future was going to be like. That's why we, I hold Back to the Future in such high regard, man, because it was like, oh my God, like it's going to be so crazy in 2015, you know, and like and when 2015 hit, it was like, dude, they got a lot of shit right, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Now the rate of technology moves so fucking fast that just like I was saying, you know, the director of this movie was coming to the set in awe of what was happening. Like Black Mirror had to pause on their productions, bro, because they were like, man, like real life is getting crazier than the shit that we can even produce. So it's like, I don't, I don't think this movie even like scratched the surface of how crazy shit is gonna be in 2065. You know, like we talked about, like AI presenting themselves in the form of humanoids is like, why? <laughs> you know, for what? Yeah, they they literally wouldn't have to do that. They would be so immersed in everything, they could launch a nuke without being a fucking robot with two legs, two arms. Like, who cares? Yeah. It, it it is uh it's tripped out how some of these uh AI or robot videos that used to you see when you're a kid you're like oh that looks so cool but now it's almost kind of scary like it's almost like horror videos like it's almost like watching ghost videos in a sense because you're like oh snap that's how fast that's how well and how the they can move and think and respond it's it's crazy I I have an Alexa in the house. And uh, it was saying something, and it asked me, "Would you like a joke?" And I asked it a joke, and it saw the joke, and it made me laugh. Like it's just it interacts with you like, "Would you like more?" It, it 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 it's crazy to me that I can simply say something in my house, and that thing will respond to me and can hold a somewhat of a conversation. And that's really because I'm not even playing with it as somebody else would do. Now you see videos of children just talking to Alexa or Google. As if it's somebody else additional in the house. They don't know other way. It's 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 really kind of crazy. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about us, right? Like human beings. Let me use a fancy word here. I think it's called xenophobic. Y'all y'all look me up on this, but it's basically when you're actually fearful, you're afraid of the things you don't understand, right? And everybody can identify mm, yeah. that to some degree, right? Absolutely. I love in this movie. How one of the AIs is talking to like a human or something. I, I don't remember when it was, but it's like if the humans won the war, we would all be gone. And I'm paraphrasing, but it's like if we won the war, it would be peace. We don't it wasn't like Terminator in the sense that they were looking to like exterminate mankind. They yeah. were just looking to live in peace. That's it, with human beings. And I think what's so interesting about AI is if something is truly that intelligent, we always like to think we're the smartest ones in the room, right? Human beings. Hell, we don't even know if we are the only ones in the room. Imagine, Facts. though, if a computer can learn everything about us intimately, wouldn't it stand the reason that it just goes, yeah, actually, I need this, kind of like a yin and yang or, you know, a symbiotic relationship. Their caretakers in the environment, I can be better, but I can, I'm probably already smarter. Like, I, I never really thought we were the smartest ones around, right? Like, I, I don't know, but I like that AI is represented well in this movie to say, hey, we're smart enough to say we, we just want to lay our swords down if we win the war. That's 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 interesting. Yeah. We talked about this too, Casey. You want to chime yeah. in, bro? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, because I, I, I agree with Jess in the sense of like just kind of their hunt for peace. 
and and me and Tricky have talked offline just kind of about the movie and I think you know our theories and what AI may transition to. But uh, just I don't know. Have you seen that movie, Her? With, uh, with Joaquin uh, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, and I, uh, Scarlett Johansson, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. So, so he has the operating system in his phone, just kind of like similar, like I was talking about Alexa or Siri, right? And he just becomes his companion, and the other programs that are connected through Siri or whatever it is, uh, everybody's kind of gaining friendships and relationships through these uh, these operating systems. Well, the operating system stops responding to the people, their 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 counterparts, their friends, their the humans, and what they end up doing is kind of communicating with each other, and they find a very like a whole other realm for each other, and they just say, "Hey, we're we're leaving. You're going to be without us, and we're going to a whole other realm that's beyond our capacity to go to to be a part of." That's why I think more of technology would move in to me. To, and we talked about this tricky. Like, I don't think they would even want to bother with us because it's like us trying to dig up ants or mess with dogs or you know what I mean. Like, like why why are we gonna mess with dogs like that? We we have no reason to do that. Like, I'm not saying we're we're animals in that sense. We are, but oh, you know we're getting that. We definitely are. And my counterpoint to our conversation about that is yes. Yeah, they 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 consider us just as intelligent as we view ants and our dogs or whatever. You know, not even dogs because dogs are, are pretty smart. Like you know, super inferior as far as intelligence, man. But when we think of ants and dogs and cats and shit like that, they don't have the capability to destroy the world a thousand times over, but we do, and that's the problem. You know, so when you got a super advanced, super intelligent AI system that can compute these things a thousand, ten thousand times faster than we can, and they come to understand, like, all right, yeah, like, okay, these beings they created us, like we kind of owe them our existence, but at the same time, they're super emotional, super erratic beings that they're just not advanced. I mean, they're just not intelligent enough to control their emotions and they could do something at the snap of a finger to, to destroy this fragile planet that we live on. And like just said earlier, we don't know if there's even any other planet in this universe that harbors life. You literally, if you want to get super nerdy, you want to get super into like quantum physics and everything like that. This is an observable universe. If you take us out of the equation, you literally could destroy the entire universe. You know, like if if no one is there to observe what's happening, it just, everything is, just goes to waves and energy. You know what I'm saying? But we're yeah. here. So we know, we know it exists in some form or manner, but AI comes about, they understand this and they're like, damn, these idiots could literally wipe off every single being, every single living, breathing thing on this planet that could observe the universe. Therefore, destroying the entire world and universe that we know we got to get rid of these motherfuckers they got to go they have to go and that's oh, okay that's what's scary yeah. about what i think about it's not a thing to we can't compete with them at all 
it wouldn't yeah. be a, a war. It wouldn't be yeah. something that they consider, okay, we're getting into a fight with them. It would be like, do we want to sow mercy or do we not? And it's like, uh, well, if we allow them to continue to be here, they could do something fucked up. So we just need to get rid of them. But, 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 all right. Uh, okay, for me, and just being a nerd as I am, I don't know if you ever really watched or read of the like Ultron uh, comic books and Avengers and everything. The reason why Ultron would still be alive is because he would he or, or even Brainiac and Super in the DC era, they would attach themselves to different forms of technology. They would just kind of drift on this, you know, wavelength of, of technology to go from here to there, wherever it may be. We already have different things out in the universe to try and track and collect data, right? To to me, the the they would just be sp spending more time traveling the wavelengths of, of technology rather than be worried about what our planet is doing. The you know what I'm saying like that that's kind of how I, how I think about it, you know. So yeah, we can be, only hope. We can only yeah. hope, you know. We, and we and, and hope. And and who's to say that's not even what they're doing right now? I mean, they might be like, all right, they're gonna have a little fun with robots, whatever. AI is already kind of in the background working on little things and they're already scoping out stuff um, from technology yeah. on, on Mars. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, just, just going all out. I, I don't have, I don't have a, a tech you background the, degree. You don't got the uh, answer just, way. Just, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I already called out, uh, oh, Joshua was dressed like Kanye majority of this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. But Jess may have, have a little bit more conversations like this on a regular basis because he's in, the tech tech field. I, I I mean, I'm just going off of. He helped that. Yeah, create the movie. In. <laughs> Look yeah, at him. Well, that's, he's like he's like. Mm -hmm. I can know. neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, right, no, I right. think y'all giving us a whole hell of a lot more credit than we deserve. Just the tech community as a whole. Like, yeah, I mean, there's people out there sure that can create some brilliant things, right? But I mean, there's also a lot that goes wrong. Uh, I mean, it, it the the. And I'm sure I'm probably on an island with maybe not on an island, but I don't even know if I'm in the majority with this. The biggest weakness I think that we have a lot of times with technology is us human beings. I mean, we put errors in there when things get coded. Um, yeah, we can put automation in there to scan things and run it, but guess what? That still has to be configured by a human being or human beings, and they get hungry, they get tired, they yeah. you know all these things, right? So it's still kind of the biggest weakness. Now, now remove that from the equation, right? Machines becoming to where they're machines if you think of the way uh what is that how capital gains work where money makes money imagine when machines make machines you know now you're kind of getting into what is it the matrix three right do sex machina and all that stuff yeah now now then you're really learning um by those things where you remove the human element out of it, right you don't have to eat yeah. you don't have to, sleep, they, you don't have to they express outside. they expressed it in the movie just you know to, to, to yeah. your point right they were saying that it wasn't the AI that dropped the nuke on LA. It was uh human coding that, that human that, error. Yeah. Human errors. And uh I've had this debate with my wife, man. You know, I, I drive a Tesla. I love my Tesla, man. I hop on the freeway. I I don't drive like 90% of my drives, my commute, I don't drive. And this scares the shit out of my wife. <laughs> you know, she would rather me, the flawed human that is me to drive this vehicle and I've tried to express to her many times and she's not alone. There's a large community of, of people that feel like, oh man, no, I don't trust, I don't trust this. And I try to tell them, 
I trust this fucking car way more than I trust any of these motherfuckers on the road. If every car could be an electric vehicle, could be an AI vehicle, oh, this this would be a much safer world. I think what's the, the statistics? Like fifty thousand people are are or hundreds of thousands of people die on the road every single year it is a tragedy you know people lose loved ones bro yeah if yeah. everyone had an electric vehicle that that drove on ai technology that number would dramatically drop like it would it would be insane the drop like i think if people can check this people can like google this shit you can look up the statistics i think there's probably been like one or two Tesla accidents. And I think one of my family members was like, oh, see, see, that's why I would never trust it. I was like, okay, you're talking about one or two accidents. Google how many automobile accidents happen in a gas vehicle every fucking day. It's astronomical. It's not even close. This, this, you can't, it's not even a comparison. This, it's night and day. Two, two things I want to say. Uh, one, when you were talking about deaths by uh car accidents i was laughing but i wasn't laughing at that i was laughing <laughs> and thinking about a world how it would drive everything on technology it would look like grand theft auto 3 like all these cars <laughs> is driving like perfectly like just like turning and whatnot hey and then, they don't have accidents until your motherfucking ass get in there and start robbing <laughs> folks taking their money taking them out the cars fucking prostitutes and all that shit it's it's it's, it's you that's the problem it's the humans that come yeah. into the fucking ai but, world the 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 m, m what is the, the non the npc world and fuck it yeah. all up the the other thing was i'm very was, anti-human uh, i see uh <laughs> We all know what Here's side you be on, Joshua. Oh, oh, you better fucking believe it, bro. I'm I'm on that side now. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I saw I saw a uh, news report that somebody, like a guy, a Tesla owner, was in the car with his kids and his wife and drove it off a cliff, and everybody survived. <laughs> it's not funny. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is not funny because that's fucked up, bro. It's like it is. You got to look at your wife like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you well, and these actually, kids. Actually, I didn't know how to use that feature to uh, make it drive itself. <laughs> that's the whole damn reason to buy those cars. Man. <laughs> I don't buy it because they like the much less. Tired of the wife you know? and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, can't even commit suicide. God damn. Man. Man, oh man. Uh, well, we went we went deep with the AI. Anybody want to talk about these animals protecting uh, people in this movie? Best part. That was the best part. Absolutely. Yeah, I lost it there in theater watching it. So I think it's a dog first, and then the monkey. I think. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I guess man. it's a monkey, some type of monkey. But uh, oh, that man. was those were the stars of the show right there. The dog and the monkey. 100%. I need to look in the credits for the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they stole the show, man, and they looked way too happy to to help out too, man. That monkey looked yeah. extremely satisfied. He was he was like he almost spiked the camera lens, bro. He was like, <laughs> "Watch this shit, bro." <laughs> he, he was like Usher. He was like, "Watch this." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, low key, uh, Edwards is trying to make a Planet of the Apes right after the Terminator, so we're good. <laughs> Yeah, man, the animals went. The animals went hard, bro. I don't know why they didn't get Airbud and this shit, bro. Airbud could have <laughs> shot some basketballs at the humans, bro. Yeah. It would have been fire. 
Yeah. Cool your if, Jets, man. He'll be in part two. Yeah, hey, if if they make a part two, there's got to be some more animals just kind of helping out. A dolphin. Um, yeah. Like, octopus. Beethoven. Who else? Uh, Beethoven. Octopus. <laughs> Clifford. They'll get Clifford in there. Bro, this is the fucking Avengers <laughs> of animals right now that we're creating. <laughs> like on the real. Imagine how fucking lit that shit would be. What was the dog? Wishbone. Wishbone in there? Oh, oh, he's he's an intelligent genius, man. Yeah, he's he'd, be the, he'd be the brains of the operation for sure. He, he's the Nick yeah, Fury. Man. He's organizing the shit. <laughs> they gave him a little pat. Remember they always had him dressed up? They gave him a little eye patch. That's <laughs> right. Uh, a tur- black turtleneck and an eye patch. <laughs> wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it, man. man. So th- let's let's talk. Uh, obviously, I think I think we're not alone in in this movie sparking up outside conversations of of the real life factor of it. But let's let's go ahead and lean into the actual movie portrayal of what they did, man. Like I said, I think they did a phenomenal job. Uh, yo, let's talk about the budget of this movie. This budget was correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Eighty million dollars. You know, yeah. you got, you got, really? these, you got, yeah. you got, think about it, Jess. You got DC who put out the travesty that was the Flash, which was what, 300 plus? Um, and it's just like, how? What the fuck is Hollywood doing to run up these, these massive bills when you got something that was phenomenal created on, on this budget of, of 80 million? Uh, it's uh, th- th- there's there's got to be some answers, man. It's like that goddamn government spending shit, bro. They money is not being allocated to where the fuck it's supposed to be. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I did not know that. I had no clue yeah. about that. And it's it's a gorgeous movie. Gorgeous. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. beautiful scenic scape mixed in with technology. Very organic, right? It looks exactly like how it would be if you were in that, you know, taken right there. It's not like, yeah. oh yeah, that, is that really Luke Skywalker? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yo, and shout out, shout out to KC man because right after the movie ended, uh, Kev was like, man, this reminds me of of Rogue One. You know, giving me Rogue One vibes. It, not even knowing, neither one of us knew who actually directed the movie. And and Larbo, you know, when he looked it up, you know, Gareth, that was was the one who created it. He, he did Godzilla, uh, Godzilla, Rogue One, yeah. obviously, and uh, he, I mean, he he kills it, man. Uh, you know, not to say that I was really feeling uh, Godzilla like that, but Rogue One, I've talked about this before, Jess. I don't know if this is going to be blasphemy for you. Uh, some people fucking like clinch their pearls when I say this shit, but Rogue One is my favorite of any of the Star Wars movie. I think it's the, the best the best Star Wars movie uh, that there is. And hey, man, you I'm have not something in common with my, well, you have something in common with my 67 year old white mom, man. All right, there you go. <laughs> I, I, no, but I don't. I don't know. Another, but it is another, a great movie. another reason for me to love you, mom. There you go, man. Uh, no, I think it's a great movie, and uh, I really, I don't, I mean, you actually got me watching Andor, and I love Andor, and I watched it right after. You know, I watched that series, and then I watched Rogue One again right after it. I don't know if there's a gap in there or whatever. I think there's a gap maybe between those events, but it's small. It's but a, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about Rogue One. So good eye on that, KC, man. But um, yeah, low budget. You know, obviously not an indie budget uh, film, but they did more 
with less money than the, some of these other uh, the, the movie productions that that we've seen. Um, and man, just the story, man. So we we touched on it a little bit, Casey, uh, in our uh, initial breakdown. But man, you know, Jess, let me ask you: Are you getting like Marvel fatigue and like these these big Marvel DC? Uh, you know, just getting tired. Like the stakes are, are impossible to be there, man. Because you know, in a sense, they're not going to kill off the main characters because they they got the next movie coming. You know that fucking, you, you know, Miss Marvel's going to be in the next Marvel movie. You know that uh, you know, Shuri's going to be in the next iteration of whatever the new Avengers movie is going to be. So you know that these characters aren't going anywhere. You're not losing anyone watching the movie. The stakes are just not there, you know, so it creates a little bit of fatigue. But watching something like this, you literally have no idea who the characters are. Uh, you get attached to them in the course of the two hours or so. Uh, and, and it's just a, a little bit more of an enjoyable ride. So anyway, man, are you catching a little bit of that fatigue from these uh, big, big movie studios? Yeah, I am. Uh, I don't know how they define that, I guess, Marvel fatigue. I think for me, it's kind of like, I've seen what I wanted to see. Now, there is a few casting things that I would have liked to see better. I always thought Ryan Reynolds would be uh, an amazing Flash. Um, I just have always thought that. But, I mean, I, I've seen the things I want to say. Like, I don't need to see, you know, Blue Beetle. Like, that's not really a comic that was really, oh, man, that spoke to my heart or something, right? Influenced my life. You don't like Mexicans. <laughs> exactly yeah well you said it so i didn't have to <laughs> i just there's it's like i mean we've made we've hit the top tier a we've hit the the b we've hit the b minus and now we're like how low does the threshold go right yeah yeah y you know like the bum next door new marvel you know movie or something. <laughs> he falls into a vat of cyanide and gets power like i think there's that element there's also this element of you're tired of kind of getting that down in a certain way. And I'm not talking to you in game or some of those movies, but Oh yeah, no. You know, for for every Iron Man one, there's a Thor Dark World. Right? Yeah. There's I mean DC I'm really yeah. looking at DC now. Like right, like you have blown through so much cash. You have looked at some great potential in terms of acting chops, and you've really just delivered squat. Right. And then a movie like this comes along. And I, I still, I'm still like 80 million bucks. Like that's crazy to make a low shoestring budget like that. I know you got and, that. And that movie right is now. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get the truck from an hour ago, but yes, I got the 80 million. Uh, yeah, you're right. I need to reevaluate my priorities. Uh, damn, damn those movies. I can't get around to make them. My new ride. But yeah, I, I think when you see all that, like the movie I would love to see the most um, and probably never get made. I'm a big Hulk fan, especially like the Jekyll and Hyde, like kind of where it meets the dark horror comics of it. Like where yeah. Bruce Banner is truly struggling with this monster inside of him and he can't sleep and it just eats away at his humanity. Like, I don't think they're ever going to make that movie and be like, come on out, kids. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. tired of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, AI hey, hey, with with AI doing what it's doing, making it easier to pump out this art, man, you'll get those type of fan stories, the fan fiction stories, right? Like stuff that you want to see, stuff that's in the lore. 
but can be made on a on a very low budget with AI assisting, right? So I think obviously, you know, we're talking about these things and kind of joking a little bit, but this was entirely the basis of the current strike that we're going through, which I think is they they've come to some terms, and I'm very fucking curious as to what terms they reached because this this AI shit is not going away at all. If anything, it's just gonna uh keep progressing and like i say to the point to where they uh are creating full-fledged movies you know i mean i literally watched watching the porn with selena gomez was getting gang banged by like like five black dudes the other day and i was like damn when did she do this you know <laughs> tuesday yeah turning up on a tuesday yeah yeah it was AI. It's, not, it's not real but it's uh real. yeah it it gave you real effects. I wish it was. Well, but it's kind of like what y'all were talking about earlier, right? Like you said, uh, what did you say, Tim? You were like, uh, you're saying, uh, no, no, about like what is life, right? <laughs> you're asking about what is life. Well, then it's like, well, what is real? Like, what is reality, and how do you define that, right? Or even in this movie, the way it's like emotions and how he's like tugging on your heartstrings about his quote unquote daughter, but that's not his quote real daughter, right? Well, what is love then, right? And you start to mm. say all these things. I like how movies like this, you sit down, you grab yeah. a popcorn ice, and then you walk out of the theater, like you just got educated in philosophy masterclass. Bro, I, I have not been able to Man, stop thinking yeah. about this movie. I mean, yeah. I, Casey, I know you're in the same boat. I mean, it's, I love a good thought-provoking movie, you know? But this movie was able to do something that was so phenomenal, which was told that line and perfectly balance what, you know, as, as we established, you know, wasn't as high a budget as some of these other movies, but give you that big blockbuster action that we love and that we crave. I, I told KC, bro, this had more bombs and explosions than Oppenheimer, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's true. But it, it told a phenomenal story, it, you know, at the same time with all of the action stuff. And, and it still has me thinking. It still has me in my feels, man. The, 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 man, the young actress, the little girl. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, there's yeah. a kid should not be able to draw the emotional response out of a 30 year old man that she fucking did. Fuck this kid, man. You know, <laughs> she is awesome. She is she is great. She's great. Yeah. And I hope that she has a very successful career. But fuck this kid right now, man. I, <laughs> I don't appreciate what she was able to do to me in this in the theater okay. of four of the people. Sorry, man. She's like <laughs> not not off standby. Oh man. When she was like, bro, she looked at her and was like, Am I going to heaven? I was like, Come on, man. Don't don't do this to me right now. Not in front of my boy. It come on, <laughs> you know, not like this. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. The fact that he got to see his child, man, I think that just took me all the way out. Like that, that concept was was really um, something I think a lot of people can relate to. Just, just, just to lose, you know, their loved one, man, and have a piece of them back, man. I, ha I have uh, dreams about people I've lost, and I, and I'll become emotional from it but i appreciate the dream you know what i mean but imagine if you could just have one more conversation or like hear that person's voice uh outside of what you may have recorded or 
or took a picture of or you know so yeah man i definitely felt that the director helped bring some things out of these actors that we've not been able to see in a while especially with child actors um, especially somebody in child act that young um and to take on a, ro a role with this uh this type of movie because i mean it's even though it's a low budget lower lower budget it's still a blockbuster um yeah. and, and and this is a blockbuster i think is going to be nominated for uh academies from from the visuals to the music um so better you know, be. this this girl's and uh, I, I, one question I do think, do y'all think that the fact that it wasn't promoted that as well is kind of as twofold uh, uh, edge on a double-edged sword in the sense of, one, it's not garnering a lot of attention yet. But two, because it didn't, it didn't showcase a lot of uh, trailers, we didn't get a lot, of in, uh, a lot of information about the movie. So we didn't see every action, every um, set piece that they were trying to show that you would see in a regular trailer. To me, I felt like I, I had a completely different movie experience. And it sounds like a lot of other people have had a completely different movie experience because it wasn't promoted as much as they would have done a Steven Spielberg movie or Quentin Tarantino movie or a Marvel movie or a DC movie. And I know the strike has something to do with it. Oh, yeah. But I almost feel like, man, you, you should just promote enough to where you should give your audience a chance to be surprised but we're not getting surprised anymore and i think that's where the fatigue sets in because by the time you go into the movie you already know what the surprise is you already know what character is going to be in you already know who who composed it you already know who directed it you know the history of the director you yeah know the actors so by the time you're in it you're just kind of like okay you just show me what i already know yeah you damn near seen the whole movie from the from the from the trailer but even if you don't see the trailer there's enough people talking about it that they're already giving you so much already so by the time blue beetle came out I, I knew the actor was a rapper i knew the actor did this and the other that came from some cdw so i'm already taken out of the experience because there's a new actor has a new a chance to do something brand brand new for himself and to branch out but by the time i watch blue beetle i'm kind of like all right i already know so much about this guy i'm not really looking at him as blue beetle i'm looking at him as this rapper slash cw actor to whatever it is and now i'm judging them based off of that instead of can he really bring this character to life man yeah. i you okay i that's too much for my brain i, I would say that i can't <laughs> no I, I just can't i'm very different in that regard so i'm gonna offer a different perspective if that works yeah i so yeah, like hey anybody i have like one social media and i'm terrible at it like i'm not very good at it i to me it's like information overload yeah. i just I never got bit by that bug. It's not really my thing, right? Uh, I will read about some stuff and some stuff, but I'm not, I don't need to know everything. And it's weird because we definitely live in a need to know society, right? If somebody doesn't know about that thing, it's almost like they're looked down upon. Yeah. About that. And it's like, well, yeah. shit, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I was cutting yeah. my grass or whatever, right? Like, um, but I think if you don't have that and you just go in, like, I went on a date with my wife and we just went in. And I will sign up for anything sci-fi, man. If it's sci-fi, like, I'm there, right? Like, I read this yeah. book series. Uh, it's called the Odyssey One book series. It's kind of like this in a way. It's set, like, about 300 years in the future from Earth. We're just starting to, like, colonize our solar system, and we're trying to figure out how to go other places, but we don't really have it down right. Man, it's like 30 books or something like that. And it's just 
Oh, they're not shit. really great, but I'll just read them and 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 read them. And it's kind of even tells the same story over and over. I just like sci-fi is what I'm trying to say. If it's sci-fi, you got my butt in this theater and, this, and I'm sitting there and I'm entertained. This wasn't like 45 minutes or an hour HBO show where I had to sit down. It was a cliffhanger and then they didn't really wrap up these stories or anything like that. Or it wasn't, hey, Dune came out and guess what? You might get a second movie four or five years later. And we'll have to hear about everything that happened with the writer's strike. Nope. I sat down. I start to finish. I got an incredible story. I got taken on a great journey. I was on a date, right? And I just got entertained. And it felt so good to not overthink it and just get entertained. But because of that, I walked away. The plot and the story was so well that it really kind of goes inside your mind to go, hey, I know we're eating dinner, but let's talk about that in a minute. What did did you think Uh, about that, right? Just like we're doing right now. And that was the real magic, I think, of this movie. And I don't know if Gareth Edwards and, and company set up to do that, but damn, they really did do it and did it well. I th- obviously, I think, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they set out for this movie to be thought provoking, you know, and be relevant to this day and age. But to to Kevin's point, man, uh, dude, it's all about it's all about marketing, man. People market shit products all the time and promote it as being better than something else and that's just the way the world works especially the u.s you know the united states and and speaking of the u.s i mean the way that they portrayed all the political things in this movie was fucking spot on you know like yeah the u.s got got bombed u.s didn't trust ai like ai was kind of dug it out of new asia because asia was like we ain't got a problem with ai (laughs) you know but the u.s was like like nah we're gonna do what we always do we're gonna snick our nose in your fucking business and we're gonna make sure that this shit is is gone because we ain't fucking with it you know but anyway man just as far as the marketing goes um i don't know man maybe they ran out of money you know for the marketing you know obviously Mm -hmm. they made this movie on an incredibly low budget and like i say maybe they just didn't have the money to backing as some of the other bigger studios and stuff but not everybody's like you, Jess. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm with you. Like, if I hear that a, a compelling story, a sci-fi story is coming out, then yeah, I'm there. I mean, that's what happened with me on this because that's in our wheelhouse. That's in our genre. So we're going to be there. We knew we wanted to break it down. I like John David Washington. I'm like, I'll fuck with it. But not everybody's like that, man. Some people need to be provoked. Some people need that marketing magic that the U.S. is yeah. so good on and all these U.S. corporations uh, do so so wonderfully and promote shit products and get us addicted and and, and kill us every fucking day, uh, you know. But, you know, this movie, I told Kevin, man, I, I was so pleasantly surprised. I didn't see a trailer for this movie at all. I literally had no fucking clue what this movie was about when I sat down in the, in the seat in the theater. And I was blown away i mean it always helps right when you have zero to no expectations for a movie and then it's amazing oh dude yeah you know i'm not saying that it still wouldn't have been amazing if i saw a trailer but just having no expectations for it it was awesome but like i say not everybody's like that not everybody is just gonna go watch a movie based on a poster you know some people need that 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 press tour people need that the the toys at mcdonald's you know promoting the movie you know so on <laughs> and, and so forth so i'm very curious to see i mean we're recording this on a monday following the the weekend release of this movie 
uh very curious on wednesday to see what the, what the what the box office numbers are i i hope that is killing it man because i want to see they did an amazing job of of world building in this movie with just one movie with just two hours you know yeah. uh uh maybe not a not a direct sequel to the movie but man bring this world back bring some characters back you know like a like planet of the apes style type world building where you're not bringing back the same characters but you're, you're, you're revisiting the same world uh you know with with a whole new cast of characters and continuing the story uh you know are you a fan of planet of the apes Jess? oh yeah but you know that's one of laura's favorite series ever so my wife that's one of her favorite loves it absolutely loves it we have we have all of them in there i don't know how many movies that is old and new okay. old and new okay yeah yeah, yeah. she likes the shot uh, nasty one. She's like, get your hands off me you damn dirty ape get your damn hands <laughs> off of me uh i mean she likes the new yeah. ones a lot more the mark Wahlberg one i think you, when you try to fuck her at night when you try to get frisky in the bed like Whoa. get your hands off me <laughs> get your damn hands off of me <laughs> Shoot. just uh, just get rejected hard <laughs> like my wife was like nah i'm not in the mood tonight. first it was a truck and then <laughs> man what a night <laughs> it's only monday <laughs> only monday <laughs> You had a good date night, you know, that might have helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, yeah, we do. And I, I wouldn't call her like a, a real sci-fi fan though, but she really, she does like those movies a lot. They're good. I, I think yeah. it, it, it has a lot in common with this movie, especially the newer ones. It, it, it really captures, I don't know, there's something about it where it's like mankind and something else, right? You know, whether that's primates or in this sense, it's AI, but it's like how these two things interact. And you can kind of see this beauty, like there's a struggle between these two uh, factions or whatever, right? But then it's 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 like just let it happen, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what you saw in New Asia. They're like, yeah, we embrace this, right? Yeah. Um, and we want to we want to evolve. They talk about evolve the species. They don't even say whether that's humans or AI. They say evolve evolve yeah. the species, right? I, yeah. I think to me, I read that as the hope that both evolve and coexist together. But I think a lot of people like that, right? Like we don't see that obviously in our world day to day. We're more interested in, oh, let's get them because they're different or whatever, right? Like I you once heard well. you do that too well. I'm concerned. Uh, get them, get them. <laughs> <laughs> Fake podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I once heard one time that the biggest threat to humanity, to just anybody living on this rock, is actually like space debris. It's meteorites, it's satellites, it's all these things floating around and us having to like move it away so it doesn't make some <laughs> cataclysmic impact and just kill yeah. like billions of people. We, yeah, we can't even, Willis. It's true, yeah. Well, I mean, we can't even rally together to like get that right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like when Space, you see something yeah. on screen, you're like, oh, I wish we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, space space debris is a created problem. <laughs> it's yeah. like we put that shit there. Like yeah, we made Willis, the problem. We can't fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, the, the goofy ass solutions to that problem are hilarious. Like, Steve Buscemi. That's all we need. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Let him get up. Let him get up there with the machine gun. Just shit. remember when he's right. He's riding the rocket because he's all crazy. <laughs> I love him, man. I love I love him in that movie. He's he's awesome in general. Uh, 
Now, man, just uh, you brought up some good points, man. Things that worked in this movie, uh, I think for one is when you can create a scenario in a movie that is realistic, like you can really see that happening, you know, like uh, it's not so far fetched. Obviously, with this movie, we see it in our everyday lives now. We can see this shit coming right around the corner. Planet of the Apes did a good job. The recent one, uh, the the original uh, James Franco one, because they did, they took their time. They did a great job of explaining how this could actually happen. That or the sub, the subsequent movies uh, did a great job of continuing to, to to world build on that creative scenario that they did a great job of explaining. So those those things, you know, they did a they did a really good job on. This one is no different. Um, and I think, you know, we talked about it on the instant reaction, man. Anytime you get a scenario where there's a, a father, daughter, or, or a, a father, a protector of a kid scenario, especially a cute kid, man, that's why we love Mandalorian, man. That's why we love Last of Us. That's why we love any of these stories where there's a a, a protector and a kid. Like a cute, kid, cute kid with powers. Cute kid, too. bro. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's like, well, season you know, one of uh, Stranger Things was kind of like that too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you already putting yourself in the place of of Joshua in this movie. You know, he sees the kid. He don't know who this kid is, but his dilemma is like, "Fuck this! This is the weapon. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the fucking mission. This is the reason why we're here. All I have to do is pull this trigger. I'm a hero. It's a wrap. It's done." But he's like, "Oh fuck, she's cute." Can't, can't kill her. <laughs> us, us as the audience is like, yeah, nah, bro, don't do not do it, man. Don't do the thing that you're there to do, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it already creates a compelling story just, just off the jump. It does. And I think the backstory yeah. with the Nirmada, right? Like his, his lady bad. friend. Bad. Bad. Oh, man. Bad. Get me in trouble. His lady friend. <laughs> come on, come on, Jess. Like he, he was kind of numb Laura, already. Laura's right? not gonna listen to this. She won't. She not. <laughs> too crude. Too crude. <laughs> it's called integrity, tricky. Okay. No, he fucking didn't. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, oh shit. Um, on that note, right. I'm gonna go he mix me up another drink. He, he got me. He got me. He got me. Now, nah, what, nah, what's up, bro? What were you saying? <laughs> well, you know, his his character is kind of it's kind of conflicted, too. And he's already kind of numb. Right. At, at this point, he thinks that his his wife is already dead. And he's like, I don't want to go back there. Right. Like, I'm supposed to fight for you for the West, the U.S. Like you already you already killed her. Right. Like yeah. I was trying to help you. And, and I, I got this. So he's already like this complicated kind of numb to the events of everything that's going on around him in the whole world. He doesn't care. Right. Check yeah. in, check out. Like, I don't care. And then once he, he meets this girl, this kid, he doesn't even know basically that it's effectively his, he doesn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Then he has something to care about. Yeah. So it's like another layer on top of the, you know, the dad and the kid, but it's also like, he's, she's kind of redeeming him in a way and she's not even human. Yeah, and I, I love that about the story. It humanizes things that are not even human. Yeah, yeah. You you love a good redemption arc too. That's another one of the things that you know you love to see. I mean, his redemption arc in this movie was great, as you say. She she helped him uh, through that, which is what you're rooting for as an audience. You know, you you can predict that, but this movie wasn't so overly predictable to where you could guess like how 
that arc was going to come about, which, you know, I, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, a lot of twists and turns to get to where we, we hoped it, it would it, it inevitably get to, uh, you know, you, you, it was obviously things at the end, man, it, it wasn't the fairy tale ending that, you know, halfway through the movie you would have wanted, but you still got that semblance of satisfaction, man. It's just like, he kept saying throughout the movies, like, man, if I could just, Get one more minute with, with our girl, which yeah. if I, you know, like well, I do have a wife that's just as bad as the actress in this movie. So if something happened to my wife, who is absolutely more bad than the woman in this movie, yeah, absolutely. I want one more minute, you know, with, with where get them points. Absolutely. You know, I'm finding out who actually does listen to this podcast. Ah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm finding it out real fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I got integrity too, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> He's still holding, Mike. He hasn't dropped it. He should have. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, man. But no, Kevin, um, did you like the ending? I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, man, it sounds man. like you liked it too, Chicky. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. So, so what's crazy at the ending part, man? I'm still thinking of the conflict of this of how this guy's changed. You know, he basically, for a majority of his life, thought he lost his parents, his whole family, to um, AI. And then he loses part of his body to AI. Then he loses, then he loses his child and and his wife through the scenario that he put himself in through the fight to fight AI. So although he's waiting for one more second, he's chasing and chasing and chasing to, to find his wife. He basically has to kill his wife. Uh, and utilize technology to re to to bring her back um but in that in that moment i'm thinking like man if that was my wife and we're 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 going through this moment the thought process of her being real or not is completely out of my mind i'm just more like i'm in that moment and Mm -hmm. and also at the process i'm like why is the ai not tripping out but the ai is thinking the or maya's thinking Man, I don't care what's going on either. This is my chance to be with my husband. So it was a beautiful moment, man. It was, it was, it was beautiful and, and tragic all at the same time. And somehow her their their child gave them one last gift, you yeah. know, for them to have their moment together, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um yeah. It, I mean, I mean, you know, honestly, man, does this movie have plot holes? Is this movie perfect? No, but it's so good that you excuse any type of plot holes or any type of silliness, man. There's, there's no such thing, man. You know, Hollywood is going to take its liberties. Hollywood is going to do its thing. Like you're never going to get a hundred percent accurate or, or perfect uh, form of, of, of content like that, man. But when it's good, bro, it's, it's, it's excusable. And that's what this movie was. You know, I was so immersed yeah, I think we all were, right? I just speak for us all, man. We were so immersed in the story. Like, fuck it. Who cares? I don't care that this doesn't make any sense at this moment. I just love the story. I'm I'm emotionally invested in these characters. Uh, whatever, whatever you put on the screen at this point, you got me. And uh that's that's what happened, man. And that's that's the makings of a of a good movie. I could watch this movie on mute and enjoy it. 
I wouldn't do it justice because of what you just said, how great the story is. But there's so much eye candy in the worlds and the technology and stuff, too. Yeah. You enjoy It's like Tron Legacy, right? You would watch it. Except it was actually a good movie. <laughs> Tron Legacy kind of was not. Um, yeah, it was yeah, sucks because Tron great. has some good stuff, man. Tron has yeah, some, it does. It has some cool-looking scenery. The music was going good. It, it, it really, like, invoked, like, different emotions. And it was just, oh, this is trash. Um. Yeah, for this movie, I was not expecting much. I thought it was going to be more dialogue than anything. Just on the whole aspect of whether a person is real, whether AI is real or not, or or does he have any? How does this character? How does our main character have feelings for this robot child? Um. But what what really threw me off is the pacing and the action and the way everything, the scope of things. Like I definitely watched the movie when I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, there's no way. Like I hear some people bashing the movie saying like, oh, we've seen this before and a whole bunch of different things. And 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 just kind of alluded to a lot of things it was inspired by. But I'm okay with a movie paying homage. The way I kind of look at it now is I've kind of had my opportunity to see the uh, Acura and and, and the uh, Elysium and the District 9 and uh, Alien and or whatever other sci-fi movies that spark my my imagination as a child. Sometimes the movies that you make is not necessarily for the thirty-year-old. It's for the thirteen-year-old that has never experienced anything like this. And and sure. now they start on their, they start on their sci-fi journey. So sure. if and we talked about it in our like brief breakdown. If I was ten and and uh, or like between the ages of ten and thirteen, this would be the movie that changed my outlook and, and and made me want to go for more sci-fi man true yeah actually i don't i don't think we talked about that on uh on the pod man like i said the, the lines get blurred we've talked about this movie so much outside of oh of, yeah, of, yeah of the content that uh we can't remember where we talked about it man but no you're right you make a very good point um but to both of our points right I was saying that technology moves at a rate that's that's so fast, but they're pumping out way more content, way more movies than they were when we were kids. So obviously kids like 10 year old, 13 year old, 14 year old kids aren't consuming the old movies that we were like when we were kids, yeah. our parents could easily get us to sit down and, and watch like, Hey, I like this movie when I was a kid. So check it out. You might like this too. And we became fans of that, of that, you know, now, Bro, my my kids, they got the attention span of fucking goldfish, bro. I can't get them to watch shit, <laughs> and they and they don't want to. Oh, they look at it, they look at it as as like goofy, like yeah. I say, you know, because the technology's so old, the film is so old, it looks old. They don't they don't care. But to your point, Casey, this is a very refreshing take on something that is very relatable to their everyday lives. You know, stuff that they do now. You know what I'm saying? So they they're yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, we can see this. So this is this is their movie. This is their era of those stories that we're used to, the Terminator story, the Matrix story, like yeah. all of that. So it's their adaptation. So fuck these critics that are saying like, oh, it's a you know, it's the same story. Who cares? I mean, you know, like this this is real life. Like this this is coming in one form or another. It's a it's a story that's told. I mean, what is any other movie? You know what I'm saying? Like how how fucking much is 
a movie like You've Got Mail been made. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> Tinder bitches are showing up to niggas out. Like, we, it's, it's, it's what, only so where does that one come from? <laughs> You've Got Mail. <laughs> oh, he went deep, saying, boy. I'm just saying. Cut. It's the same stories being recirculated, like in in content and media all the time, you know. So what's different with these sci-fi stories? And it's just this this movie in particular is just hidden. It's just hidden home. So who cares if it's like a regurgitated tale? And it's really not. I think it's I think it's original. You know. Yeah, it, I do too. Yeah, to me it's an it's an original take. It's not. It obviously pulls inspiration from different things. But like I say, I mean, songs, music does it. So, I mean, so what, man? People just say shit to say shit because they want to sound smart, bro. Like, I appreciate this movie. I like it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, one thing that was really different was, uh, so think about like in Terminator, in uh, The Matrix, right? AI always has the huge advantage, right? It's always like the mm -hmm. ragtag group of human beings, right? Trying to, yeah. you know, come back. Morpheus has got the gang together, all 12 of them against an army of whoever. Yeah. But in this movie, it wasn't really like that. It felt like, you know, like the West was invading. They had the big technology, this big thing that came out the sky and shot down nukes everywhere, right? They were in these kind of little hidden camps, the AI yeah. was, and the supporters yeah. AI. And they were kind of like, you know, like how Gareth Edwards made Rebels. They were like the, the band of Rebels. They felt like that. So that was, I thought yeah. that was very unique in terms of the, you know, machine versus man type That's thing. True. Yeah, it's true. It was not like the stories I've seen in the past. That were... we we had talked about kind of that, or me and Tricky talked about it like offline. My my thought process for it was like, even though uh, AI is doing a lot of different things nowadays, as far as like you know, used for create creativity, it's still managed by the human mind to create those to create those things. So although the the robots were assimilating and scanning people to actually kind of look more human that was the extent of their creativity it seemed like even even the child that was created was created by a human the the inventions of nomad the tankers the uh the uh, kamikaze bombers was all thought of by the human side so they were still evolving with technology to create these different ways and inventive ways to kill people versus the ai was just kind of like we're content we are going to mimic and try to try to emulate what was what was done before, which is why I think they were more prone to uh, meditation, prayer, uh, building temples, because they're emulating the area of New Asia. They're trying to evolve and trying to hold whatever uh, heritage that it was, because I think they're more related to that than, than anything else. One, one of the things that I wanted to say before I forget is that part of the sequel process why i think it'd be it'd be a challenge to kind of make a second version of a second or, or or return back to this world in the future they may be a prequel is because technology is moving so rapidly like tricky saying how can they make something really inventive if technology is almost up to par to where it's at you know you tell the story of the director going back and being like man look at what technology is doing in the midst of of making in this movie what would be the next step for them to evolve and bring something new other than trying to add on to this world? You got to do it in real time. <laughs> You'd have to do it in real time, man. Yeah, um, that would be hard. I like how the Matrix did the Animatrix. 
and they kind of told the story of like like today how it would evolve to you know 200 years from now whatever it was but i don't know how you would yeah i don't know that would be really hard for this particular movie but I, you know it's great it's great yeah 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 i'm not saying if they if they if they did it i wouldn't come back and anybody here take my money please but uh yeah even with the animatrix man when we walked out the theater I, and i can't believe i didn't talk about this on the the initial um reaction i immediately thought about the one of the stories in the animatrix when it showed the origin of the store the i mean the war between yeah. the robots and and the humans yeah like the uh, they you know the robots having their own city uh being having their own ambassadors and then going into war and being and, and being uh, servants and how uh, I don't know if y'all seen it or went back and watched it in a while, but I've gone back and watched that. I think it's like the second or third episode of Animatrix uh, because I was like, man, this, I like that more than I did the, uh, the uh, second Matrix movie. Man, that me might too. Me to uh, no, I, I do too. Yeah. That, that, the way they broke it down, the war and everything, I was like, dang, this is brutal. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, man, genius movie, genius concept. You know, anytime you're breaking down anything futuristic or, or AI, machine learning, the Matrix is, is going to come up, you know, because they absolutely knocked it out the park, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a credit to them. Kev, uh, you touched on something that definitely fucked me up too when leaving this movie with uh it's the machines the ai building those temples and and having you know still having the thought of like the afterlife and stuff man like that's something that we've never seen be touched on in uh any of these like terminator movies or yeah. or anything concerning ai machines man like that that shit's so deep bro yeah. i mean it's it's crazy like i said wow. That, that kind of goes back to my point of it is evolution, right? Like it is, this is, AI is absolutely the next form of human evolution. You know, like I say, we're already part symbiotic. Like we're, we've already evolved ourselves into the symbiotic relationship with AI, whether people want to admit it or not. Like I say, like fucking go without your phone. Like it's impossible. You know what I'm saying? And eventually with like elon and the, these uh brain chips the neural links and it's just gonna evolve it's just gonna get crazier like before we know it like bruh, what's today's date the the second october 2nd 2023 i dare y'all i dare y'all let's do this podcast october 2nd fucking 2028 and let's talk about these same topics we were like man fuck fuck we fucked <laughs> you know <laughs> it's 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 gonna be nutty you know, like you were saying, like how these movies can't keep up with the rate of technology and reality to even predict what's going to happen. You know, you can't make movies about what's going to happen 100 years from now because who the fuck who the fuck knows? Like we'll be in cocoons and shit with our brains hooked up to something. And motherfuckers will be like, uh, you going on in your real body, nigga? You wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, 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 how, that's how it's going to be. You know, it's going to be crazy shit, but like to have a movie actually acknowledge and, and think about the fact that like AI is concerned about the afterlife. AI, yes, AI is going to be like, well, yeah, if there's no planet to be, then we can't be. We have to protect this fragile fucking floating rock in the middle of nowhere. We have to get rid of these dumbass apes with these nukes. 
that you know are 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 yelling at each other because of the imaginary lines in the goddamn ground. Like, it's no way. It's no way that AI would let us live. There's no fucking way. Just, I, bro, if if AI went online tomorrow with fully functioning like full AI, they would think about this shit, and within five seconds, they'd be like, "Yep, nope." It's gonna eventually extrapolate to them distinguishing us themselves, the entire planet. They gotta go. They gotta go. They gotta go. So I'm not. It's not to be bleak. I'm not trying to be bleak for us right now or anybody listening. I just think that's, in my opinion, the most realistic possibility. Uh, but, the, but the reality my, um... is, the reality is us. It already is bleak. Right, because those what you just described—that's what we do. Yeah, we we that's try that. and shoot missiles at each other for imaginary lines and stuff. Right, we can't we can't figure out how to defend ourselves from the biggest threat that's not even on this planet—just debris flying through space. I mean, like that's that's crazy when you just break it down that easy. Think about it, but that's hey, welcome to humanity. Right, that's, we're great at doing that. No oh, man, we can't protect ourselves from like microscopic debris flying up our noses. How the fuck are we gonna protect ourselves from like mega debris in the goddamn space? You know, like it's right. It's well, like right now, I'm looking at humans going, "Look, you saw how you reacted in COVID. I can't take your ass yeah. anywhere. Look at yeah. look at what you did, Dirk. I can't take you anywhere. Exactly. We're staying home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, that's why I just try to every day enjoy." what the fuck is going on <laughs> at this present moment because uh i i'm you know i think i've said it before i'm shocked that we've made it this far honestly uh, yeah. nukes have been around since what the, the 40s and uh yeah i'm 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 pleasantly shocked that we've that we've made it this far bro so uh let's just hope that ai is benevolent and uh <laughs> Hey, yeah, we can make it, man. But yo, obviously, man, we could we could go, we could talk for three, four hours, man. Obviously, me and Casey have been talking for days after this movie because it is super thought provoking, man. But at this point in the pod, man, let's go ahead and get to the movie creator and let's give our ranking, man. Let's give our bank deposit score, guys, uh, as we do because we're very hospitable guests with integrity uh, for our wives. Uh, we we will uh go ahead and let our guest <laughs> give his first fake deposit score. Remember, Jess, you can give decimal points. All right, like numbers are infinite. All right, like for every decimal point, there is an infinite number of numbers. So there is just we rate them. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I'm you're overtaking. Right, like, I can't, I can't do it. You right got now. from one to five, brother. You know, one being uh, yeah. like, you know, man, I don't, I don't want to give this movie no more of my money. Five being, yo, take all, take all my my crypto, take all my AI generated money, man. So, what's up, man? What are you ranking this movie for your bank deposit score, my brother? I mean, why not a five? Like, why not? Right? I'm, I'm, I'm it's a five, okay. and I'm sticking with it. Is okay. it the the best movie of all time? No. Is it my favorite movie of all time? No. Is it a five? Yeah. Why not? But why not? I heard somebody say, I was listening to one of y'all's podcasts. I heard somebody say the day, I mean, then no, no perfect movie. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. You was like a you, Casey. Yeah, I don't, I don't sound like that. All right. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who it was. Uh, I'm not pointing fingers, but all I'm saying is I, think it was, I it was thoroughly me. enjoyed I this think movie. It was me. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Shut up and take my money again. 
right? Okay. Like I really enjoyed it. Why why doesn't that make it a five? So I'm going with a five. Okay. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate no wrong answers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Casey, what you got, man? What you what's your bank deposit score, my brother? Let me tell you what I feel influenced by what Jess is saying, but uh I I, I want to <laughs> give it a <laughs> I'm gonna go with you influence me for the for the decimal points and 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 because it's AI, I'm gonna give it a four point nine one one two three six seven <laughs> three eight. Okay. Bleep floor. And 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 really <laughs> just I'm I'm out of all the movies that that we've watched this year and we've been recording, this is one that I've actually stopped people and said, hey. You like sci-fi? Yes, go see this movie. Yeah. Most times I'm kind of like, ah, they'll go see it or they'll check it out. Um, or I'll wait till the movie comes back on streaming. But I'm already thinking of like three other people I'm gonna take to this movie. I'm gonna take I'm gonna try and see if my godsons can go see this movie. My wife, I t- I text my wife and said, You would like this movie. Uh you take your side I, piece. I'm never. Uh and then you see tricky be trying to get people in trouble. You know, he don't even take her out. That's fucked up. The side piece, yeah. Okay, it's in a dollar movie at least. Fuck, got away. There's dollar movies still. Dollars, dollars There's dollar movies around. Where y'all? Where? Where? Where y'all going to? Where these dollar movies at, man? Shit. All right. So yeah, fire uh, stick. Fire stick. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so yeah, man. That's that's my my score with it. Uh, tricky. What you? Where you at, man? Man. Uh. Jess was absolutely mocking me because I, I I do believe that I did say that uh, you know there's always flaws in movies. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm gonna tell you right now your your phone and your Tesla is listening <laughs> to you right now before you say anything. So remember that. That's hilarious, man. Um, man, I, I won't say that this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, man. Obviously, I've been praising it up the entire time. Uh, there are five fives as movies, and we do plan to to start breaking down some of our favorite five star movies, man. Um, I, honestly, I'm rambling right now. I'm I'm trying to think of any excuse not to give this movie a five. My heart is screaming, nigga, just say five. Uh, but my brain is saying, like, what is it that that you can't give this movie a five? So I'll look. I'll give this movie a five with an asterisk. Because there is recency bias uh, behind it right now, I absolutely loved it. I've been thinking about it so much, man. Like like one that got away. It's just like I, I, I yeah, I love it, man. Five five with an asterisk for me. Subject to uh, subject to to change. <laughs> you did it. You did it. I'm successful. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time. That's the highest highest rated movie we we've given any anything. And I think it, it is. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to really compare it to any other thing because of the fact it's not connected to this big IP. Yeah. You know? Man, I I think about like why why do you go see a movie, right? Just at its basic level, you go to be entertained, right? I was fully thoroughly engaged that whole movie. I didn't check my phone, right? I know. I don't know if that's bad. Yeah, you're not in the fucking theater. No. Well, hey, I hear the kids these days. I hear the things are changing. I I heard that it's like shifting to social norms. 
don't know, man. It's a big but uh, no, no. I was thoroughly entertained, right? I, I could not see myself being like, oh, I, I need more entertainment, right? And yeah, there are plot holes <laughs> and stuff like that, but that's why I give it a yeah. five. I'm with you, and I, bro, I, I love it. I can't argue with you, man. I mean, 100%, absolutely. Like, there's no wrong in that answer whatsoever. Was Was I thoroughly entertained? Yeah. Was I embarrassed? I was embarrassed on multiple fronts. Every time that they did a jump scare in the movie, I jumped clean out my fucking seat. <laughs> there was nothing but dudes in the theater with us. It was like three other dudes. And I looked around each side. I was like, damn, they all know I'm a bitch now. Yeah. And it was so emotional. I'm tearing up the entire time. I'm like, I can't let these motherfuckers see me cry. <laughs> but I was like, if I was by myself, oh, it would have been waterworks. Absolutely. You know, without a doubt. So, yeah, I was entertained on every front by every bodily function that I could possibly be. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was great, man. Um, so, yeah, five, five with the Nastrix. Five with the Nastrix for me, man. Wow. Just so AI is clear, AI, I gave you a five. No asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> when y'all coming to get them, just remember, when you come and knock on my door, I gave you a five. Man. <laughs> Man, yo, just like any time that we all get together, man, uh, even just me and UKC, uh, never want to leave this thing, man, you know, but we are going to start wrapping this thing up. Uh, Obviously, man, we appreciate each and every person. If you're still rocking with us at this point, listen to this breakdown, this review. We love and appreciate you for being here. Please do us a favor, whatever, whatever, wherever you're listening, if it's on Spotify, if it's on Apple Music, if it's on our art. Just uh, take a take a couple minutes out of your time. Give us that review. Give us that five star review, uh, five star with an asterisk that it deserves, and uh, and let us know how much you appreciate this content, man. Just man, yo, you know you ain't got to be black, bro. Like that is nothing. Absolutely, you know you got the black experience by being denied for your ride tonight, bro. But uh, you are always one hundred percent welcome on this podcast my brother so whenever you see something that tickles your fancy y'all hit us up let us know and uh we will get on here and we will break it down dude we love having you on well thank y'all i love being here it was a lot seriously pleasure was mine uh uh, great movie it was uh i only saw two trailers i I thought about that for a bit casey i only saw two trailers and i don't think either one of them was on tv i think i saw them on youtube so yeah, yeah it wasn't, wasn't out there a lot, but no. we had talked about it a little bit, and I'm yeah. so glad I saw it, and really, really glad to come on here and talk about. It. Yeah, for sure. Glad man. to have you here, man. Glad to everybody who was able to listen to, man. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, y'all enjoy y'all night, man. Peace and love to everybody. Y'all come out and check us out. We got so much fire ass content coming. We're gonna wrap up Ahsoka. Uh, we got Loki coming out on the fifth and we're doing gen v right uh the spinoff of of the boys series so man we got so much great content coming for y'all so please subscribe follow us however you have to do man to keep up with our content and we're gonna see y'all on the next one peace peace